then the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, mm. right? Okay. So that you stay focused and yeah. you don't go off on a tangent because... Hello everybody, um, my name is Adam Cross and I am Catholic therapist in Southern California, and today I am with my supervisor through Still Point Family Resources. This is Esther Bull, and she's going to be talking today um, with us about assertiveness and how to have difficult conversations. So one of the questions that I think is pretty common is how how do we have tough conversations, and also what does that look like? So kind of what does it look like to be assertive in a conversation? Well, first of all, assertiveness is being forthright mm -hmm. and direct and confident mm -hmm. and aggressive, which a lot of people um, use those words interchangeably and they're yeah. not. Aggression sure. is about being hostile and forceful and offensive and at times even destructive. So with regard to having an actual conversation, two things to think about first. There's immediate and long-term. Mm -hmm. So if the person's important to you, mm -hmm. you need to protect the relationship okay. as well as be clear mm -hmm. and assertive so that you're both talking about the same thing yeah. and on the same page, so to speak. Um, if it's of somebody you'll never see again, then the relationship may not be as important, obviously. Okay. <clears throat> But then in the moment, like you and I, like what is it specifically that you want to have happen in this particular conversation? Mm -hmm. And you have an idea about that. I have an idea about what I would like. And then the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, mm. right? Okay. So that you stay focused and yeah. you don't go off on a tangent. So when people get kind of riled up and stirred mm. up, they have a tendency to get off track. Mm -hmm. And the, instead of talking about whatever we're talking about, it's, well, yes, but do you remember last week when you said that? And I got, well, right now we're not talking about last week. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so what often happens is that people don't notice mm -hmm. <laughs> that the conversation just got derailed. Yeah. And so part of being assertive is knowing what you have in mind mm -hmm. and being able to know yourself well enough to say, you know what, we can talk about last week, but right now we're just talking about the rain. So if I'm not <laughs> willing to kind of be forthright and say, gee, you know, I noticed mm -hmm. that and say something, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. And we're not going to get anywhere. Okay. So whether it's hard or not, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. But now if it's hot, emotionally hot for any reason, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a problem. Yeah. So I think assertiveness can get a pretty bad rap and confused with aggressiveness. Because people get confused about yeah. what it is. So if I'm kind of a shy person or a person lacking confidence or self-respect, I may yeah. not want to say, gee, yeah. you're my boss and I'm afraid to say because mm -hmm. you might get mad yeah. and then we have a mess. I think I always tell my clients that... Yeah kind of the, the difference between aggressive and assertive is someone who's aggressive is 
expressing their needs, but they're doing it very disrespectfully well, and, and even violently, maybe. And maybe selfishly. Yes. Right? It's your needs instead yeah. of mine, or mine instead of yours. Mm -hmm. Right? If there are three cookies, you're going to take all three. Yeah. So assertiveness is more of a collaborative... And it's being present. It's mm -hmm. being yourself. Yeah. Not trying to control or manage somebody else. Yeah. We get in trouble when we try to manage and control and, mm -hmm. and project and anticipate and assume what somebody else is thinking or doing or feeling. Yeah. So part of being assertive is being present and yourself. Mm -hmm. Tell the truth. Be yeah. forthcoming. Because you're not a mind reader. You don't know what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if you assume you know, then maybe you're right and maybe yeah. you're not. So that's when people get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and I see that quite often with couples is that you have one couple who's speaking or one, one part of the couple who's speaking and the other person goes to reflect. Right. And instead of reflecting, they just make all these assumptions of, right. well, I'm hearing that you hate me. <laughs> and or like, they defend. Whoa. Or they yes. defend. So yeah. instead of responding to what they heard, even yeah. if they did, if they don't like it, now they're going to explain why they did or didn't do whatever they did. Yeah. Like, and so it's not really a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not assertive, mm -hmm. you may assume or think that that was a criticism. Yeah. Instead of being able to say, you know, I don't know about that. That wasn't my experience. Or mm -hmm. I didn't understand that. Or I don't agree yeah. with that. Or so, but if you don't have some self-confidence and some sense of holding yourself in high regard, it's mm -hmm. pretty difficult to be assertive. So, so part of being assertive is, again, that confidence piece, high regard, and then being present and actively listening, not to just respond, but to understand as well. Right. It's a huge part of that. So when you have a relationship with yourself and you know what you believe, you know mm -hmm. what your values are, you know what you believe, yeah. you know why they're important, then you trust yourself to know when it's not working or when somebody says something that's contradictory or offensive or whatever. Yeah. Like many times you'll hear people really second guessing themselves. Well, okay, whatever you want is gonna be fine. Yeah. Instead of, actually that's not fine with me or how about this other thing? Mm -hmm. So when you yeah. get that sort of person who's agreeing too much or too easily or deferring too much or accommodating mm -hmm. too much and all that yeah. stuff, you're kind of giving yourself up yeah. and you're not being assertive. You're not being self-respecting. Yeah. So that relationship with yourself is a big deal. So I guess the, the next question going off of that is why, why does, why is assertiveness and having difficult conversations, why does that become so difficult for many people? Well, one of the great things about people is that they're all different. Yeah. So by definition, wherever you have people, you will have conflict. There's kind of a funny um, example of using an orange. Let's mm -hmm. say there's an orange. Yeah. And we want to share it. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't want you to just cut it in half. I want to make orange marmalade, mm. so I need the meat. Yeah. Now you could have the the peel, mm -hmm. and we could share in a you get what you want and I get what I want, yeah. or we can cut it in half and then neither one of us is exactly happy. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So people are always going to be different. Yeah. And actually conflict and differences are an opportunity to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this idea about having a relationship with yourself, knowing yourself mm -hmm. so that you hold yourself in high regard. Yeah. Makes it possible to welcome Mm -hmm. difference because it's an opportunity being being confident enough to be curious and mm -hmm. learn is kind of a big deal yeah but a lot of people don't so when we actually disagree about something that matters mm -hmm. Stephen Covey who wrote seven habits of highly effective people mm -hmm. has a rule that is really wise and that is seek first to understand okay so once I understand whatever it is about you, then I can decide or think or feel or know or do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. But if I don't know what you're doing, yeah. how am I going to do anything? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. So if you don't understand a situation, it's pretty difficult to make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds a lot like the challenges of our modern age yeah, every day <laughs> polarization and yeah. you know people throw that around about millennials a lot too is that you know we're easily getting offended or things like that but it sounds like what you're saying is that that can happen anytime there's a lack of uh, a relationship with yourself and knowing yeah. yourself yeah. and then you're turned inward instead of being able to really encounter another mm -hmm. person get to know them mm -hmm. um and then those conflicts are actually a challenge to grow instead of a, mm -hmm. a fearful experience of, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, my worldview is going to tumble in this. Well, if you think you know everything, then you have a different problem. Yeah, that's, that's important, I think, because a lot of people think, oh, conflict is the worst, worst thing that could ever happen. So I'll just tell you a little story, and that is that I did not have a great relationship with myself. I didn't yeah. really know what I believed or why any of it was important. Mm -hmm. And so I was very reactive because everything seemed kind of threatening mm -hmm. and confusing or scary or overwhelming or what. So, so when I learned, began to learn about conflict, just learned a little skill Mm -hmm. about seek first to understand before mm -hmm. you try to do anything. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Because when you start by listening, first of all, you show respect. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you get information. <laughs> yeah. And when you have information, then you can decide what to do. Mm -hmm. So when we take time to both be talking about the same thing at the same time, yeah. <laughs> We can get somewhere. Yeah. And we may decide we disagree. We mm -hmm. may decide not to move forward. We can decide whatever we decide. But until we're both having the same conversation at the same time, yeah, we're not going to be able to make much sense. Yeah. Okay. So I'm hearing <laughs> that the meaning is very important right. to be on the same page, to even be able to reflect that back to yeah. the person, to communicate to them that you... And you listening. wouldn't know that you got it right. Yeah. Unless I said... That's a good point, yeah. Because okay. they can correct you and say, actually, partially right, but you uh -huh. missed this part. Uh -huh. And then that deepens your understanding of right. what's going on. I mean, we all think we understand. Yeah. We think we listen well. <laughs> what I can tell you is about... It's very rare for people actually to reflect back 
accurately the mm -hmm. entire meaning. And usually people leave out the feelings because the feelings are messy. When you leave that part off, <laughs> you've left off a big piece. It's kind of like cutting off somebody's arm, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. You said something, but you didn't mention <laughs> that you were humiliated or furious. Like, yeah. oh yeah, well, <laughs> never mind that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Absolutely. learning how to listen and being curious is a big deal. Yeah. That, yeah, that curiosity piece, I think, is really important, mm -hmm. too, because when I started out in college, um, I used to really like to argue with um, <laughs> with people from from high school and friends that didn't believe in God or were agnostics, and they liked to throw all these things at me. And at first, I would just... I would just, I would react, you know, I, I would just kind of like, oh yeah, well, you know, um, but then after a couple of years of realizing that that was a terrible mess, <laughs> um, I started asking questions and trying to understand, um, where they were coming from and, and that made a huge difference. Um, so seek first to understand yeah. where's this coming from? Where'd you get that idea? What's yeah. going on for you? What's this question about? Yeah, because there, there's people, you know, who would say, well, I don't want to believe in a God who does this, this, and this. And if I can understand that that's how they view God, then it changed the whole conversation. Then you can respond yeah. to that. Yes. Instead of just being mad. Looking back at that conflict, I now say, wow, that really challenged me to grow. And it was overall a very positive experience. Even in the moment, I was like, oh, I don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to respond to this. This is frustrating or, or you know. I feel like I need to go out and do more research or learn more. Looking back, I'm like, well, if I didn't have those conflicts, I don't know where I would be. You know, if I didn't, if I wasn't able to have those conversations. The other thing that occurs to me to say is that lots of people are intelligent. Mm -hmm. They know stuff. Yeah. Most people are not wise. Mm. Because hmm. they don't reflect on things. They yeah. don't really have broad perspective. Lots of people have a life that's pretty, or a belief, or a way of thinking that's quite narrow. Mm -hmm. Like, I only listen to CNN, or <laughs> Fox, or yeah. I only read, you know, this Bible, or I only go to that church, or like, and mm -hmm. that's, the world's bigger than that, and yeah. if you, if, if, you don't have perspective. One of the things that you learn when you study philosophy is this idea about what would you do if everybody had a bag over their head and mm. you didn't know who was listening, would you still say the same thing? Mm. Yeah. Right? And so when you don't have a perspective about yeah. not everybody goes to church every Sunday and not everybody is a Christian, then how come? Yeah. And if you're not, well, then what? So the, the ability to have perspective and then the ability to reflect on, let's say you get aggravated when somebody asks you a question and mm -hmm. was, was aggressive instead yeah. of assertive and you got offended. And let's say you get through that conversation, but let's say you never thought about you know, was that really helpful the way I responded? Like, mm. is, was that, was that really? Hmm. Yeah. So then you get to be wiser and smarter and mm. more effective because you looked at your yeah. part about how that interaction went mm -hmm. or not. 
Yeah, so learning from your experiences and right. failures. Right, and having and... perspective, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would be some tools that we could use mm -hmm. for having healthy conflicts, mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of what would that look like? One of the primary rules about dealing with conflict mm -hmm. is to slow things down. Mm -hmm. okay. Why? Because reaction is to act without thinking. Mm -hmm. So if I've already punched you before I really thought about the fact that you're my next door neighbor, <laughs> that may not be good, yeah. right? So, and, you know, everybody has kind of heard about tell little kids to count to ten, you know, mm -hmm. sit on a chair and so forth. That's so that the person can calm down. Mm -hmm. And yeah. actually the body gets riled up and there actually is a... Um, what happens in the body when you get really, really hot, there is kind of a, the blood sort of boils and mm -hmm. there is a point of no return where you really, your, your brain is not able to think yeah. clearly anymore. So you always want to solve conflict or problem at the lowest level mm -hmm. and you want to slow down so that you, and by definition, the other person's going to have time to think, probably yeah. going to do better. One of the secrets is most people like to talk. Mm -hmm. Most people like to talk about themselves because <laughs> they think what they think mm -hmm. on purpose. Yeah. And so it's important to them. So most people do not listen mm -hmm. well or accurately yeah. because they're busy arguing, deciding whether they agree with you or not. Mm fighting with you, maybe having feelings about what you're saying, and mm -hmm. so you're not really yeah. even being understood. Mm -hmm. So back to basics, seek first to understand. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason to let another person go first, if you will. Okay. Because you show respect, Yeah. you get information, and now we can see what to do about it. Hmm. And so now, when it's my turn to talk, yeah. chances are much better that you might actually listen to me. Because yeah. you're not so busy thinking about what you want to say. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So that's a little trick. Yeah. So the skill is seek first to understand. However, yeah. there's a reason why mm -hmm. when you let the other person go first, it's going to go better. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. So that, that's a really good tip then is mm -hmm. being able to kind of give them the floor first mm -hmm. so that they can not be so focused on how they're going to respond. Correct. And you're able to reflect back and even model to them like, hey, yeah. I'm listening to you. Yeah. And now yeah. when you're done and we understand that, then uh -huh. you will hopefully listen to me. And you don't even have to say that. It just yeah. happens. Yes. Because yeah. now they've, they've gotten to say whatever they want to say. Yeah. And, and when you really do that and you let the person finish, mm -hmm. like you talked for quite a bit about that because it's a pretty complicated yeah. subject. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot and heard a lot about that. Mm -hmm. And so, and had some questions and was like, okay. Okay, yeah. that's good. I get that. Okay. Now, I can say, gee, what about this? What about that? That doesn't make sense. Whatever. Yeah. I think that's great. So, but now, you're more likely to hear me. Mm -hmm. We're more likely to actually have a conversation because mm -hmm. 
you got to say what you wanted to say. Mm -hmm. I got to learn something. Yeah. Now you're not so worried about me listening to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we're more likely to actually engage. Yeah.